Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters to Go. Satellite Sisters, welcome to the show. We are real sisters who tackle the world one cup of coffee at a time. I'm Liz Dolan. I'm in Santa Monica, California. It is Sunday, April 22nd. Joining me today on the line, my sister Monica in Portland, Oregon. Monica, how's everything up there? Hey, girls. Great. Summer has arrived. I don't really? know. Yes, okay. I know. The temperature is going to hit 80 degrees today. Ooh. It's Huge news in Portland. Huge. Okay, but you know what a scam that is. We have fallen for that before when we both lived in Portland. That then, you know, by Memorial Day, it's 50 and raining again. Do not forget. Thank you, Liz. (laughs) (laughs) And Julie Dolan, you are in Dallas, Texas. How's everything in Big D? A fine and happy Earth Day to you all. Because today, April 22nd, is the official Earth Day, right? And are you are you celebrating in some special way? Yeah, well, I'm trying to be outside and uh, commune with the earth as much oh. as possible. Oh. Yes, I'm going to plant something today because, of course, it's 80 degrees here in Dallas, Monica. Hmm? Very mm-hmm. nice. Okay, speaking of being outside, I want to give everyone the update on the Satellite Sisters Challenge that we launched just last week online at Nike+. Plus. Now, for those of you who are just tuning into this, Nike+, Plus is an online program that will track any miles you do running or walking, and there are all different ways to do it, different gadgets you can get and download, sensors in your shoe or GPS in your phone. Anyway, we put, sort of put it out there. You want to join us for three months. It's just log as many miles as you can, and then we'll award some prizes at the end. Well, I'm happy to say that we already have 68 Challenger sisters. Did you know that? 68 Satellite Sisters have signed up for this. That is amazing uh, because, Liz, I have to say, Monica, you can, you can, will agree on this. We didn't find it that easy to actually sign up. It, it was only through the, the forces at these Satellite Sisters Facebook group that I was able to join the challenge. Now, I haven't posted all my walking, but I'm going to get that up there. I'm very excited about this. Yeah. Oh. And Monica, Monica, you've posted some mileage already. I think it was 1.6 or something. You're in there. Got on the leaderboard yesterday. <laughs> Woo! Not exactly a leader. Well, for me, I had some technological challenges. But what I did was I already had the sneakers that were sensor ready, if you will. Uh-huh. So I went and I got the sensor. And then I got this little gadget that you can uh, attach to a, your iPod. Because, of course, I am the only person in America without an iPhone. So um, I found it pretty easy. The girl in the store helped me out, and I have a very, very old iPod. And you put this little sensor on there, and you start walking, and you turn on the iPod to Nike Plus, and uh, so I was able to log the miles. So, Liz, I'm very, um, I'm very encouraged by it. I, I, I know I missed a whole week. And there's no way I can go and add those miles. I did no, I know. I know. There were so so- I'm just going to move forward with some small goals. And my goal this week is 10 miles. Okay. okay. All right. I think that's doable. Um, it would mean every day or every other day going out for a walk. So I'm just going to start with like a 10 mile a week goal. 
You know, Monica, that's exactly the way to do it. I've noticed on the Satellite Sisters Facebook group where people are talking about this, that some of the people who are walkers, not runners, are saying that the runners have an advantage of winning because they can do more miles more quickly. And that may be true, but we have a lot of walkers that are logging a lot of miles. But having done this for the last three months with a different set of friends, I would say this. You very quickly settle into your zone in the leaderboard where you're not going to be a leader necessarily, but within your little zone of people that are have habits similar to yours, that's where the competition breaks out. So you may be number 22, but then you're sort of tracking number 23 and number 21, and within, your people quickly develop around each other. And so I would say it gets competitive even if you know after the first month of the three months that you're not likely to crack into the top three. But the top three this week, after just one week, they've all done my in the 30s, so that's pretty good, in seven days to get 30 or more miles in. And it's Mary ZY, Winter Sonata, and someone who's either mom, 24 boys, or mom, two, four boys. And so I'm guessing it's mom to four boys. If you are mom, 24 boys, wow. But now run. out of the house. And then there's a whole gang of people in the 20s, and then there are the people in the single digits. That's where I saw Satellite Sister Monica, but there are plenty of people in that zone. So it's not too late to sign up. Like, even if you're not going to win, I'm telling you, it is really fun to participate. So, and if you have technical issues, like everybody has different combinations of shoes and phones and iPods and things that work and things that don't, I have found that on the Facebook group, if you just post whatever your question is, somebody has the answer. We don't necessarily have the answer. Yeah, clearly, <laughs> we don't, right, Monica? And that's I. I am just very grateful to our group, or else I wouldn't even have been able to register. So I just haven't. I haven't figured out how to post my miles, but I'm going to put that up there, Liz, and I'll find that out. Okay. All right. So other things going on at the Satellite Sisters Facebook group. We reposted the survey that we would love for you to fill out. Our podcast distributor needs us to have a whole bunch of these surveys filled out so they can match us to the right advertisers for our show. So if you haven't done that and you can do that, that would be great. It's posted at uh, the Satellite Sisters Facebook group. It's also posted on the blog at SatelliteSisters.com. And it- Liz, yeah. can I say, it takes like two seconds to fill out. It's very, very easy, the survey, okay? So it doesn't it doesn't require a, a big chunk of time in case people were worried about that. I know, super fast. And if you're not comfortable divulging that information, we're fine with that. But if you want to help us out, that would be great. So uh, that's there on the Facebook group and on the blog. Um, also on the blog, after last week's show, you know, where I was talking about some of the injuries that I've been dealing with, and we had a little debate. Sheila did not believe that chiropractors were legitimate uh, medical practitioners of any kind, and I I differed. Well, Leslie in Minnesota, uh, who, you know, you guys recognize her name. She's a long-time listener, long-time satellite sister. She, She thanked me for standing up for chiropractors because she is, of course, a chiropractor. And there were plenty of other people that supported my search for the right therapy for me with my gluteus maximus situation. 
then another issue we've had going on at, on the blog and in the Facebook group is we have all of those old Satellite Sister shows posted in our audio archive, but we don't always have descriptions attached to each of them. And so Carol Ann Wall posted on the Facebook group, why don't we create a wiki where listeners can post summaries of old shows that they've listened to? And Carol Ann Wall, I think that is a most excellent idea. We just have no idea how to do that. So if, uh, if you know how to do that, do it. <laughs> I can see Julie. I can tell Julie's eyes just glazed over when listening to wiki. My hands are sweating. I was like, I haven't even posted my miles. And- Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling sure. there yes. with, your, with your butcher box. What, what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in, in Bend for a part of the summer, yeah. I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's I mean, great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what, uh, what, what I'm recommending. Yeah, either way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, you know, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. ButcherBox gives you peace of mind and easy-to-find high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood, no antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz, right? Because it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... That's nice. That's nice. Nice to have something familiar there. (laughs) Yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for a year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we, we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, Just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life, aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSISTERS at OseaMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. <laughs> in no their kidding. Skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils. I love it all. That duo they have going. Oh. Like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. Liz, the mega moisture duo. Yes. You can you can literally see your skin get firmer. And it just delivers <laughs> this full body glow. Okay, you know we have raved about the Andaria Algae Body Oil. Mm-hmm. Well, pair that with the Andaria Collagen Body Oil. Youthful, Liz. A youthful glow is going to (laughs) happen. And it's infused with Osea's signature Andaria seaweed. So it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? 
I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself <laughs> because you're worth it. <laughs> that's, that's true. That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code Sad Sisters. So this is it. This is a win, win, win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SATSISTERS at OseaMalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to oseamalibu.com and use code SATSISTERS for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. <laughs> I'm just saying, Julie, people seem to do this all the time and as a way of just crowdsourcing information. And I want you to know that we're totally open to that. We just don't know how to do it in this particular scenario. So anyone that has suggestions about how to do that, let us know. Monica, there was another post. Um, Becky was in the Urban Outfitters in Las Vegas, Nevada, and she saw that they had for sale there Dry oh, shampoo. Dry, dry shampoo. Yeah, P-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-T. And uh, she saw it on display there at Urban Outfitters, and it reminded her of the good old days when you and Sheila, as the lab rats, did a product review of dry shampoo. Do you remember that? That was a good one. I, I do, and I know we, we found a lot of those sort of cosmetics that belong in the cosmetic museum and beauty products museum at Walgreens. Mm. Uh, so if you want to find psst, at Walgreens, you just have to look on the bottom row of whatever. There's all kinds of stuff down there. Ancient cold creams, dry shampoos. We found a lot of good stuff on the bottom row there at Walgreens. So, yeah, okay. I remember that. Well, there are some good, uh, once we get that wiki up and running, you'll be able to see all the great old uh, Lab Rats episodes. We did repost the sports bras just two weeks ago because that was the most requested. But the, the dry shampoo episode still makes me laugh just thinking about it. <laughs> all right. So you can always communicate with us either on the blog at SatelliteSisters.com or on the Facebook group, Satellite Sisters. Uh, anything going on in your life, questions for us, suggestions for us, uh, those are two good places for them. All right, so moving on to today's news, sister, or this week's activities, I should say. There's just one headline, one news story that I feel like we have to discuss, and that is the scandal at the Secret Service. I mean, it's... Unbelievable, Liz. Unbelievable, right? Like, of all of the organizations in the world that you think would not have this kind of stuff going on behind the scenes, I mean, we're even over scandals at the Vatican, other people that you used to think were probably above that kind of stuff. Okay, we got it. But the Secret Service, and then when you see the details, the details are pretty shocking, don't you think, Julie? They, that's, you know, that's, re, you know, it's like, oh, I've heard some people say, oh, well, boys will be boys. No, no. First of all, this was a very short trip. Do you realize it was? <laughs> You're right, Julie. It they was only a lot into that weekend. All right. It wasn't like they were posted, uh, well, for, you know, in Cartagena for months or right. something. Three days. Three days. It was a three-day business trip that they were on. They rented a party room. See, that was the detail that really got me. That When I saw that, I was having this discussion with mom yesterday. I'm like, if you are renting a party room, you have done this many times before. Exactly. This is not a spontaneous activity. Exactly, Liz. Exactly. That, that, and just... 
how many people are involved. And the, the only reason that they got caught is because they were so cheap, right? No, that's totally shocking. Yeah, that's, that's a bad detail. Like, they were trying to rip off the hookers, which, again, I, I don't know what part of the story bothers me the most, but I am bothered for that prostitute who, you know, who was just trying to earn a living there. And, and right. the service were trying to take advantage of her. You know, I mean... It is, they are supposed to be the good guys. Just, they are supposed to be above this. And the fact that they were were doing this, I, I mean, you know, uh, people said, oh, well, their jobs are very stressful. You know, they have to take a bullet for the president. Okay, they're not, they don't seem like they're so stressed out if they're like organizing party rooms, <laughs> going on giant drinking binges. I mean, and again, I you know, it just... Having like having lived in a for- in foreign countries, Liz, you travel a great deal. You know you're representing your company. You know that when you take a business trip, either you know either in the U.S. or abroad, you are you are on company time the whole time. I right. mean, you know, even if you know, even if you don't have a specific assignment, you are really not on vacation. You are. You are working the whole time. You have to be responsible the whole time. And the fact that these guys were doing it and, you know, obviously had done it before, I mean, it is shameful. And yeah. and, 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 and the fact that, you know, that they're doing it, you know, with prostitutes and you don't know what the, the situation is and whether that how much was compromised, whether these people could be blackmailed later on. Right. I mean, right. That, just. How about this? I just think at its most basic level, I would like to have confidence that when the Secret Service reports for duty, they're not all super hungover. You know? That, <laughs> yeah. you know like, yeah. Even just that. Even that it's 5 right. o'clock in the morning when all of this is going on and your shift starts at 8 o'clock in the morning. Okay, we've all had days when we have reported to work, maybe not in the shippest of shape, right? That has occasionally happened to many people. But the Secret Service, I would just like to think, I think of them as like airline pilots where don't they have to stop drinking like 12 hours before they're on duty, something like that? The idea that they would be up all night and then working all day is really not good, no matter what they're doing all night. Anyway, I have a feeling we're going to get a lot more details. And it's going to get worse. Yeah, and I just really have to comment on the Secret Service agent that was guarding Governor Sarah Palin and posting on his Facebook page that... Uh, you know, he thought she was really hot. I oh. mean. <laughs> okay. That's, I, I didn't even see that. Oh, God. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How about that? That's nice. Yeah. Okay. Just... No Facebook for the Secret Service. How about that? How hard is that? I, it, 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 secret is the word here. I, I, I mean, <laughs> you're not called Secret Service for nothing. You're supposed to keep what you're doing a secret, which means not having prostitutes in your room where they can look at all of it and probably not posting it on your Facebook page. Let's just go back to the secret part. I'm, oh, God. It's crazy. All right. Well, moving on. Moving on. Okay, uh, sisters, I, I am glad you're here this Sunday. I have two medical home remedies things that I observed this week. And, Monica, I'm going to pitch these to you as you're a nurse and, and you do have a medical background. But, uh, but I just want either one of you, if you have ever heard of this or seen this as a remedy. I was in CVS, which is our local uh, drugstore, I was talking to my friend Kate, who was in there as well. Uh, maybe we were shopping on the bottom shelves, Monica. And Kate, Kate had another friend. This is another woman, uh, middle-aged woman. 
and uh, she had purchased a large squeeze bottle of French's mustard. And she is standing in the aisle at CVS, and she is chugging this squeeze bottle of French's mustard. And I, Monica, okay. And she said the reason that she was doing this is that she was experiencing leg cramps and that because French's mustard is made up with lots of vinegar, the vinegar reduces the leg cramps. And she had to take action right away. She, she, she stopped sucking on the French's mustard long enough to, to say... Pay for it. <laughs> she, she had paid for it. She had paid for it. She so said, wait, she was experiencing leg cramps right there in the aisle at CVS and yes. just grabbed a bottle of mustard and started yes. chugging it? Yes. Squeezable. Squeeze bottle, Monica. She is squeezing large amounts of mustard into her mouth in order to reduce, <laughs> reduce <laughs> into her gullet. Wow. Okay. Uh, Monica, <laughs> what do you think? Well, I would ever- move away from that woman quickly. That is crazy. I've never heard that. You've never I mean, maybe that. other people have heard that that will work. I've never heard that vinegar would reduce leg cramps. I've heard of potassium. You know, if your potassium is low, you can sometimes get leg cramps. But I've never heard of the mustard milkshake, as it were. That, that woman. Was- I mean, she was very definite about this. She said many athletes either use French's mustard <laughs> or... Or she said, pickle juice. She said, haven't you seen oh. professional tennis players drinking pickle juice? And I, and I had to answer, no, I hadn't. She said, I would have gone for the pickles today, but it, it's harder to drink the pickle juice, you know, in, in CVS. She needed immediate relief, so she went with the French's mustard. You, in your previous career, worked with many professional athletes. Have you seen them either chug pickle juice or uh, French's mustard? I, I have not, Julie. I, you're right. I've worked with many professional athletes. Uh, this is Liz. During my Nike years across many sports, uh, the pickle juice or the French's mustard are not therapies that I've ever witnessed in the training room. Uh, but, you know, the mustard thing, didn't they used to put, like, mustard casts on people? Or <laughs> maybe that's that, all. Our mom, our mom used to talk about that. But I don't know what that. But French's mustard? I don't know. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I thought maybe, well, maybe, I, perhaps no. the Texas. Liz, you know we love talking about Framebridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting Framebridge experience. Would I, I you like did. to share? Would you like you know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already framebridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the Framebridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list.
Fantastic. And this is gift giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and Framebridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, rate or gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but Framebridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds you like- you're going to be happy, okay? Yeah. And that's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm -hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz, my hair from Pros is getting <laughs> rave reviews. Leon, I am not surprised. You have been on that Pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, Pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. I, do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Leon Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when I, my hair's really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you, you're the boss. I'll take it. <laughs> you tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leon's. Okay? And I'm I'm using it. Pros mm -hmm. isn't just better for you. It's also better for the planet, Liz. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. So, Pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos, too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, Pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E, pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. Not ringing a bell as a common treatment, but who knows? Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, if it works for her, I mean, you know, maybe it works. So maybe other people use it somewhere in the back of my mind, way back there. I seem to have heard of pickle juice helping people. <laughs> All right, not... that's a medical researcher. Could you could you do some research on that? It's way back in my mind, there was some pickle juice back there for something. But... I, th I think this is a job for Doctor Google. So yeah. uh, when we get off the air, let's just uh, let's hit Doctor Google and see what we can find out about that. Okay, well, the other thing that if you are not chugging French's mustard or drinking pickle juice to reduce leg cramps, 
The other home remedy that people swear by, and now it's, it's starting to warm up here, and this is supposed to be a great, uh, it, it relieves you when you're in heat, is um, to drink chocolate milk. That I was told emphatically this week that chocolate milk is much, much better than anything like water or Gatorade to restore you if you've been out, you know, like working in your yard and you're all sweaty or something like that, uh, drinking chocolate milk because it's the perfect balance of, of, I don't know, protein and carbohydrates. What do you think? Never heard of that. Never. Again, I, she, I was, I was told that again, Julie, haven't you seen, and they mentioned tennis players again. Haven't you seen tennis, <laughs> tennis players <laughs> drinking chocolate milk? They all do it. No, that just seems awful that you would be drinking milk while you're playing tennis. That would just, I'm just imagining it curdling in your stomach as the match goes on. That does not seem plausible to me at all. I can, I can understand the protein carb balance thing that maybe when you're done as a restorative beverage, there might be some yeah. way that that would do. But in the course of a, a five, well, set, five, five setter, I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> I'm, I'm no doctor, but I would not recommend that. Okay. Well, there, there's apparently that this is, this, I just, I had not heard of either one of these things. I thought they were both so amazing and uh, unlikely that I had to mention them today. Okay. Well, I'm sure we'll hear from listeners if they have used any of those remedies. Well, you know, last week I mentioned that I had this uh, glute situation that I had a lot of pain in my hip and my knee, and uh, I went to visit a chiropractor for the first time ever, and she diagnosed it as, um, it's like a hip flexor thing, but I needed to activate my glutes more. And we had a lot of fun last week imagining what yeah. that what that really means. So it does mean, like, now whenever I'm just standing in an elevator, I'm secretly activating my glutes. It's not, um, it's not really that different than doing a Kegel when, when, when you think about it. So I've been doing that. But it's interesting, your home remedy thing, Julie, because what she has actually been doing, which really, really has helped me, I got to say, I've been in for three treatments now, and they have these lasers. The laser, uh, yeah. The laser, Monica, I cannot tell you how dramatically better I am in 10 days. It really, it shocks me. And I said that to the, the chiropractor again on Friday night. I was there for the third treatment. I'm like, I am just so shocked. And of course, she got a little insulted that I was so shocked that anything she did worked. You know, so then I could. I, I agree, Liz. I don't. I don't understand it, but it does work. It's. Uh, I, I believe in chiropractors, unlike our sister Sheila. Yes. So the. Uh, but the one thing, one of the other guys in the office, like the trainee doctor who had been working on me in my second appointment, who was obviously very nervous to actually be working on a patient because every time he went to move something in the room, he dropped it at least once, and so he was <laughs> he was constantly picking things up from the floor. And and screwing it back in and looking for stuff. And he was not around Friday night when I was there for my appointment because he was at the Coachella Music Festival. So he was like a young, like, trainee dude. Uh, anyway, but he's the one in his nervousness telling me about how great all of these lasers are. Uh, he made the mistake of saying these words to me, Monica. Well, this isn't exactly FDA approved. Uh-oh. <laughs> so... But I'm, I'm 
I was, I was even okay with that because there are a lot of things that doctors, isn't this called like off-label kind of stuff? I mean, yeah, off-label use. Liz, the other thing is, let's say it isn't the laser that's working. Let's say it's placebo effect. Yeah. Who if cares? If placebo effect works yes. and you feel better, I mean, who cares? Yes. It works. You that, know, and you feel better. That's the main thing. That's yes. the way I feel. Mustard is off label. That's an off label. That would be off label. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> way, way off. But that's but even that's... off the French's label. <laughs> Yeah, you would think mustards, they're not ruled by the FDA. They can say whatever they want. Uh, <laughs> though I suppose that is an F. Um, so, but then the second half of it is it really isn't FDA approved, but it has been proven to work on horses in Italy. <laughs> so, um, I would say that's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to say, okay, I know you're a trainee. You probably should uh, divulge that kind of information. That's a, that's not what you want to be sharing with the patient on the table. You know, that's you should you should talk to the higher ups here about what your actual like marketing spin is on the lasers. But not, there's but, a couple of old mayors in Tuscany. Yes, exactly. I, I don't know anything about medicine, but I know a little bit about marketing, and that should not be your pitch, okay? So get back to work on the pitch, but otherwise it's making me feel much better. So I am. So the GLUT update is that they seem to be activated not just with the lasers, but now, of course, I have to do all these, just the exercises you really hate, your, your lunges, your squats, uh, all of that kind of stuff. But anyway, I'm really doing a lot better than I was even a week ago when I gave you my first chiropractic report. So there you go. The, the glute has been activated. Excellent work, Liz. Well, Liz, I, I, you know, I was kind of reeling with from the whole mustard incident this week, but then I had some other sort of shocking news about you, but it's not really that surprising. I, I had spoke, Really? Listen to this. I spoke with uh, my niece, who attends the University of Puget Sound in somewhere in Washington. Do you know this university? Yes. Uh, it's, like, oh, yeah, it's, it's outside of Seattle. A very fine university. It is. She's a freshman. And I hadn't talked to her in a while. And she said, um, I, I recently talked to her. And she said, oh, I forgot to tell you. She said, when I went through freshman orientation at the University of Puget Sound, and, you know, this is, uh, you know, now freshman orientations are kind of a big deal. They have all these, you know, hiking trips and they community service projects. And um, at the University of Puget Sound, they had a big reading packet that they that all freshmen had to read, all kinds of articles and um, uh, books, et cetera. Do you realize, Liz Dolan, that you are required reading <laughs> at the University of Puget Sound? That really? Fresh, hmm. All freshmen entering the University of Puget Sound are now very familiar with an article that you wrote about your trip to Africa. Oh. Uh, and that this is part of their required reading. It's for their orient, academic orientation for the rest of their lives. Are Liz, you kidding? No, <laughs> you are required reading. You're in. You're in. That's I it. thought you were going to say that it was the faux Liz Dolan because there is a very famous Liz Dolan. A who, poet. Who is a poet in the UK That's... who seems to win a lot of prizes for things. <laughs> and so when I occasionally Google myself, it's mainly about her. 
And so <laughs> I figured that's where your niche was going to end up with the famous poet. But really, oh yeah, well that is a, okay. That's a post I wrote actually for the Huffington Post about okay. about the role of foreign aid in African economic development, which I know does not seem like it's really in my sweet spot, but they, it was at that time. And Oh, that's very interesting. There you have it, Liz. Required reading that everybody had to read this article, discuss this article, small group breakout sessions, all about Liz Dolan's thoughts. There you go. That, well, it's hard to imagine what the rationale would be for that. But uh, I'm, <laughs> it's nice to know that it's still alive out there. That is surprising, Julie. Okay. Well, huh. Huh. Some, shock, huh. some shocking news about that. So. <laughs> Shocking news, you guys. Speaking of reading, I had a friend of mine uh, that I saw earlier in the week, and we were out, we were driving in her car, and she said, okay, I have a confession to make. And I was like, uh-oh. I, I didn't know what she was going to tell me. She goes, I have been reading. And I before she even could finish that sentence, I blurted out, I know what you've been reading, the Fifty Shades of Grey. And she goes, yes, how did you know? I said, because... I think that's the kind of thing that you people want to confess, confess. but they're reading. And I, I mean, if you're not familiar with this book, it's this erotic fictional novel written by this writer from England, this woman, E.L. James, and it's a series. There's three of them and the Fifty Shades of Grey. It's been on the New York Times bestseller list for like a year. It's, I, I mean, people are buying it, but. <laughs> And they're reading it, but I'm not sure that they want to admit to reading it. So she said, my friend said, she, she, she said it seemed like the perfect book to buy on her Kindle. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was anonymous, comes to your Kindle, no one knows what you're reading. Right. So she seemed very pleased with that. And, you know, I have been reading so much about it, this Fifty Shades of Grey, that I was kind of interested in reading it. <laughs> um, Mm-hmm. But I didn't really want to spend the money. Mm-hmm. So I went to uh, the library, and you can request books, and they put them on hold. And if it's a popular book, there's usually like a four-week wait, six-week wait. So I thought, oh, this would be a good way to get this book without actually buying it, you know, and having to you go You want to invest into right. these practices. Go up to the but, that, but then it's on your permanent record that you took it out of the library. So... <laughs> And just oh, for, for any future FBI, uh, you know, background checks. Just, You're just right. A, if they uh, look into my library requests and my library holds, well, I looked and it was like there was like a 52 week wait <laughs> to get the books. So a I lot decided, of women that want to find out what's what's up. With so that. I decided not to do that. So I told my friend, "Oh God, you got that book? Great. Let me borrow it when you're done." She goes, "No, I can't. It's on my Kindle." And so uh, oh. now I'm sort of, I sort of want to read it. So. Well, well, it is reviewed in great detail on our sister Leanne's podcast this week. If you download Chaos Chronicles, and those of you who are longtime listeners know that Leanne is sometimes on this show, but every week she also does her own show, her own podcast called Chaos Chronicles. Leanne does a complete um, uh, evaluation of, of Fifty Shades of Grey, starting with the presumption that she loves... Any woman who can write a book and be successful and sell it for $5 million for the movie rights, she's for that. And she was for it much more before she read the actual book. 
<laughs> but I, no, I know, I know it's gotten mixed reviews. Yes, yes. And, uh, but as a, as my friend said, it's not exactly a literary work of fiction. Yes. I, our, my book club discussed it as a possible select, you know, choice for this. See, Julie, everyone's talking about it. And people are talking about it. But we, we I think because of the uh, subject matter, we didn't feel like it would be the best book for, for discussion. For discussion. Mm-hmm. For group discussion. Let me put it yeah. that so right, You might just want to keep it to yourself. Whatever you've discovered in that book. <laughs> well, Monica, you know, Leanne also made the point in her review on Chaos Chronicles that quite a bit of the action happens in Portland, Oregon. That the two main characters are either in Portland, Oregon or Seattle. Or Seattle, I know that too. And that, so she, I- and that she believes it could permanently damage the reputation of the Heathman Hotel, which she okay. believes is actually a very fine institution. And she reminisces about many nights that you and she spent in the bar at the Heathman Hotel looking for Gus Van Zandt. so she thinks it's very unfair of this woman to take down the heathman just for her own thrills anyway just put it out there and she was happy that she could read it just borrowing the book from a friend of hers uh like you wanted to do not paying actual money uh, because she had already sold the movie rights for five million dollars so anyway okay Uh, yeah i think uh, you know people should weigh in on leanne's um uh podcast and i'd like to hear from others because yeah i don't want to invest any money in this book until until i know what's really going on but as long as we're confessing things can i can i make a confession uh i enjoy the abc show on sunday nights called gcb okay i'm i i admit it i enjoy that show and i have very uh, positive reasons i think for enjoying that show first of all it has two of my favorite actresses Kristen Chenoweth, who you know, sisters, we've had on Satellite Sisters. Yes, she's great. She is uh, one of the most talented people around. I mean, she can sing like nobody's business. And she is, you know, was delightful when we had her on the show. And I've just enjoyed watching her in her career. And she's on this show. And Annie Potts, you know, who doesn't love Annie Potts? Oh, yeah. She's on the show. And so that's the reason to like the show. Obviously, the other reason I like the show is because it's based, it's based on a book by Kim Gatlin, who lived in Highland Park, Texas, which is North Dallas. And she wrote kind of a tell-all book about what it's like to live here. Now, the thing about the show, when you watch it, people, it looks like it's an exaggeration of what, what people in Dallas are like. But here's, here's the very interesting thing, sisters. I don't think it's much of an exaggeration. And so that's why. (laughs) Really? Well, I'm not saying everyone's like that. I'm not. I mean, some of it is over the top, but it's really not that much over the top in many situations. And, And I, as a case in point, okay, I open up my newspaper today and the headline, one of the headlines was fireworks freak out neighbors, okay, that apparently the Dallas Country Club this uh, past week decided to have fireworks on Wednesday night at 10 10 o'clock at night. And so it was a very elaborate fireworks show, and they were going off. And I guess uh, the police, the fire department received like 100 calls because people thought uh, it was a bombing attack of North Dallas because, <laughs> well, because that's inevitable. No, not because it's inevitable, but because it was Wednesday night at 10 o'clock. And who has a fireworks show at Wednesday night at 10 o'clock? True. They, okay. They didn't believe that these were fireworks. It was Wednesday night. 
And um, so this was investigated and it was found out it was the Dallas Country Club and they did have a permit for this. And as uh, the manager of the country club said, well, we can't really have a part, a big part. They had had a big party at the country club and he said, we can't really have a big party. We always have our big parties on Wednesday night because our members are busy on the weekends. So it's much more convenient for us to have big parties on Wednesday nights. You know, so that makes hmm. sense. So that's, uh, therefore, they had to have their fireworks on Wednesday night. So, but all I'm saying is it was like an episode out of TV. But in fact, it's really happening here because... They're so busy on the weekends. That, isn't that when you're supposed to have your big parties? No, 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 no. Their social lives are so much bigger than this giant party they had at the Dallas Country Club that they, you know, couldn't possibly be available on the weekend for that party. They had to have the midweek because that's the only way they could squeeze it into their social schedule. Wow. Wow, Julie, well, I'm glad you got your GCB. I have my Portlandia. We each have our shows about our respective towns. Very, very different shows. Very, very, different, very, very different. Very different cities, but I do, you know, how much I enjoy Portlandia. It is yes, like yes. Portland just taking it to the next level. And yes, uh, that's kind of what I think GCB is about. It just takes Dallas to the next level. So I'm getting involved, Monica. I'm going on the blogs. I'm reading about it. And I love it that many of the Hollywood actresses that are playing the part, the various parts on this GCB, that when they came to Dallas, they they just couldn't believe the scripts. They really thought they were over the top. And then they um, then they went around Dallas and realized, no, in fact, they were <laughs> underdressed, they were underdressed, that people do dress like that. And they do wear that, that much jewelry to the grocery store. So so there you have it. Not, obviously not in all sections of Dallas. I'm just saying, you know, I mean, not where I live, but, you know, that there was just, I enjoy it for what it is. So there you okay, have it. Okay, good confession, Julie. Guilty That's, pleasure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Monica, you were saying that you've gotten yourself all set up for like the next year with one single purchase? Well, it, 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 well one single trip to Costco. And oh. thank you for getting us that membership. I think we have like... Don't we have the friends and family plan? And, yeah, um, Monica, Monica and I have like a joint membership that I think is actually set up for domestic partners or something. But really? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Together at various points. Yes, we do. We, we, we just and I never know if that card is really going to work because I I go to so, Costco so infrequently. I'm always afraid. I mean, it's not a security guard at the front door, but you have to show them your card. I'm just I'm always pleasantly surprised when it actually works. So I went last week. It was raining. I went after work. I thought, I'm just going to get everything for the whole year. So I buy three things at Costco. I buy the giant, like, 87-pack of toilet paper, which Uh is embarrassing to buy, but everyone at Costco has one in their cart. (laughs) So it's not that. So I buy the toilet paper, and I buy the tissues, you know, they have Kleenex, the brand that I like, um, and I know I'm always going to use them. And now I buy the Costco olive oil because oh. I read it passed some olive oil purity test. Oh, so that's <laughs> their in-house Kirkland brand. Yeah, the right? Kirkland brand. They actually said okay. out of all of the grocery store brands that you can buy of any kind of olive oil that the Kirkland brand was 
the most pure. It was the best tasting. So I buy these ginormous things. I kind of like everything there was ginormous of the olive oil. But this week, I really went for it. I went and I bought the, everyone always raves about, oh, just go to Costco and get the reading glasses. You know, they have the three. (laughs) Julie, you've told me they have the three pack of reading glasses. Liz, I know this doesn't apply to you because you don't wear reading glasses. Not yet. Julie, I went and I bought three three packs, and I, I decided why mess around with just the one three pack. So I now have three six nine, nine pairs of reading glasses just strewn about my small house. I I love it. They're everywhere. Everywhere I look, there's another pair of Costco reading glasses. So now. You know what happens to those reading glasses? I, I find that they pool they together. I don't know how they group. They You'll find that you'll have four pair in one area <laughs> and none in another area. But uh, but they are fantastic. Right. And, you know, at this point in my life, I can't have too many pairs of reading glasses. So now I'm just very, very happy. And I hope I, I hope this keeps me set for the next year. That really does sound like a cheap thrill. You know, oh, that it's exciting, just... Liz. And I even got ones that were purple that kind of scream old lady, but whatever. They came in the three-pack. I didn't have a lot of choice. Okay, well, here's our promise to you, Monica. If we see you wearing the purple glasses with, <laughs> with a red hat, uh, then we'll know that we're going to have to intercede in some way. But Thank you, Liz. other than that, sitting alone at home with your purple glasses, I think you're good. If it makes you happy, go for it. Well, I have a little uh, at-home update because, as we mentioned on the show a few weeks ago on Satellite Sisters, we were telling you that one of the situations we're dealing with with our elderly parents, who are both 84 and live here in Santa Monica, California, is that our father has Alzheimer's, and especially over the last three or four months, that's taken a sudden turn for the worse. So we've had to kind of reorganize their lives and our lives around that a little bit, which is why, Julie, you've been here a lot lately. Monica, you've been here a lot lately. And uh, so we're working on, like, a new way to, uh, to take care of our parents, but also how to make them happy. And one of the things that we decided on Easter Sunday, we all had lunch together. Leanne was here. Sheila was here mom and dad, Leanne's kids, we were walking home from lunch toward mom and dad's place, and mom said, um, you know what I think would be nice for your father? Could we get that baseball channel, that the cable channel that's just all baseball all the time? Because I think your father would really enjoy that, as opposed to what he had been watching pretty much 20 hours a day, which was Fox News. And she just thought the baseball channel might be more... So he was really, by birth, a Red Sox fan, wouldn't you say, sisters? Yes, absolutely. And then, but then somehow managed to make the transition when he was raising us. He raised us as Yankee fans, wouldn't you say? Yes, yes, he did. Yes. Maybe, yes. I think maybe he was hiding his true self. But one interesting development of this disease is that he seems to have forgotten all those years when he was a Yankees fan. And now, <laughs> he, cares about the Red Sox. now he only cares about the Red Sox. He has totally gone back. He can now, he purports to recall games that he went to as a boy where Babe Ruth was actually playing. Now, <laughs> now that, for, for the Red Sox. Just now, go to Liz. That, that, exactly. That 
may or may not be true, but that is what he believes to have been true, that he was at Fenway Park seeing, uh, seeing the babe. And so the big celebration, the 100th anniversary celebration of Fenway Park on Friday, they saw that every second of that was covered by the baseball channel. So they really, really enjoyed that. But then yesterday, we went to our brother Brendan's for lunch uh, down in Orange County. And then after lunch, we knew there was a Yankee Red Sox game on TV. Uh, so we turned it on. It was the fifth inning, and it was uh, nine to nothing. The Red Sox were winning. And they had gotten killed by the Yankees the day before. So nine to nothing, the Red Sox were winning. So mom and Brendan were so disgusted at that. The Red Sox organization and let them know that he, you know. That's that's all he wanted was to see the Red Sox win that game. He really wanted them to win the, the game the day before, and that was not to be. So it was like... It was got to be like 12 to 9 now. The Yankees were up, and it was still the eighth inning. I'm like, okay, we got to go now, because I didn't even want Dad to see. I wanted him to be left with the illusion that the Red Sox might come back. But yeah, that I, the game was still close. That right. the game was close, but I'm like, okay, we have to drive back to Los Angeles now. So we got in the car. We're headed back up the 405 to Los Angeles, and about... 30 minutes later, because Brendan is such a true blue Yankees fan, he calls the car just to tell us that the Yankees have locked it up 15 to 9. You see, that this really, this, this is it. that says so much about the dynamic of our family, that a Yankee win would trump even the, you know, the, the general health of our, and well-being of her father, right? That it's between the Yankees and the Red Sox, that... That is the top priority in life. I know. It's the, it's the ultimate throwdown. We don't care how bad it makes you feel. That's, <laughs> it was really bad. So, so there's another game tonight. There's a night game at Fenway. Who knows? I'm, I'll, I'll go down to mom and dad's and make sure that, they're, that they have it on the right channel because I think that game is on ESPN. They're having trouble finding things on TV. You know, they're the drummer and the singer for the band and just that they were one of my favorite bands of all time and I have to say Levon Helm was sort of my rock and roll fantasy. Really? <laughs> my youth. Oh yeah. I so mean another oh, surprising yeah. confession today here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he was it for me. I mean the fact that he could drum and sing at the same time and I just really, really loved that band and I loved everything about him. And you know, I love the fact he got sick about yes. 15 years ago and then he got better and he made this comeback and you know he would have all of these musicians to his barn in Woodstock and he did these things called mid the midnight ramble and um he just was like an amazing rock and roll person to me so I just spent like 48 hours this past week just watching YouTube videos of the band and Levon Helm and just Kind of made me sad, but it sounded like he had a very sort of peaceful end to his life, and his family was there, his band was with him, and just, you know, I love you, Levon. I know, Monica, I saw you posted one of those videos on your Facebook page, so I watched that, and that sent me off on my own Levon Helm jag. And then I noticed also on Fresh Air, they reposted two lengthy interviews that Terry Gross had done with Levon Helm over the years. And you listen to him talk about music, and it is really deep. It is really, really deep. Uh, I mean, they played real music. It was just real instruments, 
Right. You know, real songs. It was no electronica. Just, it was just really, really great music. And I'll just always love that band. Yeah, so, all right. Well, maybe we'll post a link to some of that uh, on our blog, too. But, yeah, leave on him. That was, it was just very moving just to watch him, some of those scenes from The Last Waltz. I remember the first time I saw that. I've seen that movie like 10 times. Yeah. The, uh, it's always enjoyable. Anyway, okay, sisters, uh, have a good week. Uh, all right. Yeah. And don't, for, don't forget, join the Satellite Sisters Challenge at Nike Plus. Join our Facebook group if you haven't. We have a lot of new members, which makes it more fun than ever. Go to the Satellite Sisters on Facebook and, uh, and call your Satellite Sister. Bye. I pulled in the Nazareth, was feeling about half-past dead. I just need some place where I can lay my head. Hey, mister, can you tell me where a man might find a bed? He just grinned and shook my hand, no was all he said.
He put the Lord right on me. Yeah.